Hello and welcome to the Free Your Compass podcast. This is Francis. Today I'd like to discuss a topic that's not as exciting and uh, enjoyable as some of the other topics that I hope to be discussing in future episodes. However, this one is a very important topic. It's also very close to my heart and I know it affects an extremely large portion of the population. If not directly, it'll affect you indirectly. Anxiety and depression. The number of people who are actually going through these problems is astronomical and it's growing. To varying levels of degrees, you will likely to have either experienced it or know somebody close to you who has. What I'd like to go through at the moment though is the whole exercise and action and the understanding of what the anxiety and depression actually is and why these two things actually sort of work together and how yeah, the understanding of that topic. As many of you, I have been very aware of the fact that one of the number one ways of dealing with anxiety and depression that is constantly touted and told to us is that we should get out there and do some exercise. Now, basic logic dictates that that should be good for you, but the basic understanding as to why exercise is going to help never really made a hell of a lot of sense to me outside of the fact it's good for your health. You know, if you have anxiety and or depression, the last thing that you want to do is get out there and do some exercise. You know, first and foremost, you're absolutely exhausted. You have no energy to do anything else. Moving is difficult enough, let alone calling it something that's exercise. And very rarely do you actually want to go outside. A lot of us do this because we've got no choice, but it's not something we generally do just as a voluntary basis. So why was exercise actually good for it? Well, this actually goes back to a more holistic understanding of where the basics of the cause of both anxiety and depression come from. So anxiety is essentially a worry about what's going to happen. And depression is essentially a worry about what has happened. And that's a very broad based viewpoint, but it's in essence accurate. Through our lives, various things will happen to us and we gain lots and lots of evidence in our heads through experience that will justify these feelings that we have about what will happen and what happened. You know, depression, um, the things that you did wrong, what's going to go wrong because you know how bad you are at it, what's the point, those kinds of essential feelings. Anxiety, oh my God, it's going to go wrong. I can't possibly handle this. Everything's coming to an end. It's crashing in around me is the basic essence of that kind of a feeling. But where does it come from? You know, why does it actually exist? So I was given this explanation and it's actually quite elegant in, in how it works. So follow me with this and humor me. So you're going for a walk in the bush. Everything's fine. You hear a rustle in the leaves. You're alerted. The fright flight system kicks in. All right, could be danger. You look. And 
a predator comes out, like a bear or a tiger or whatever, and it looks at you, you freak out, the standard response would be, you run like hell. Okay, you get away, and then you start to calm down. Alright, that's your base scenario. Several years later, after recovering, you're going through a walk through the bushes again, you hear a rustle. There's an instantaneous reconnect to that event that happened in the past. You know, no longer is it possibly a danger, it is a danger. Something is about to come out of there and kill you. So you freak out. You go into an absolute panic state. This is totally natural, by the way. And then a rabbit comes out. And then you start to ease back. Okay. So these basic scenarios then help to explain the anxiety and the depression side of it. So you're walking through or you're going into an event. So how to put this again? I'm just trying to remember. Bear with me, please. So you haven't fully recovered this time round. So in your life, what happens is an event occurs, you do something, you recover. An event occurs, you do something, you recover. Anxiety, an event occurs, you continue to worry about it because you don't do something. The action doesn't occur. Depression, something happened, you continue to worry. No particular action occurs, so you continue to worry. Now, in both of these examples, you go to worry about future, worry about past, and how that affects your future. So everything ultimately is going to come back to how it affects your future. The difference being is that it's in your head. Now, your body does not know the difference between what's actually happening in the outside world and what's happening in the inside world. It reacts the same way. So you're worrying about an event, you're concerned about this event without action, your body's waiting for you to go into fright, flight, fight mode and actually do something. So it's not actually doing that. All the stress hormones are still there and you're getting more and more and more panicked. This puts your body into a heightened state. It's using up energy. Oh my God, a day through of this, this energy, you're constantly in this heightened state. You're exhausted. This is why, to a large degree, why anxiety is exhausting and why depression is exhausting. Where's the exercise come in? Now, exercise is the easy way out solution. You are worrying about what is going to happen tomorrow. You are freaking out because it's all going to go to hell. You know, because it has a million times before. Your brain's telling you over and over and over and over again, it is all going to go bad. There is no point. Why should you even go to work tomorrow? Because it's going to go bad. There's no action that you can actually take because this hasn't even happened. It's not even there yet. However, the idea being, you get up and you go for a walk, preferably a brisk one. Your mind then gets, I'm taking action. The stress hormones ease. 
your body starts to relax, your mind gets an outlet, and thus, exercise helps. It's not per se because it's the exercise as such, it's the action that you took that makes the difference. And exactly the same idea with the depression. Oh my God, my life is horrible. I've constantly made mistakes. Everything is bad, blah, blah, whatever it happens to be. We all experience depression in different ways. But in essence, you're feeling really bad about yourself or life in general or all of the above. Get up, you go for a walk. Your body stops producing the stress hormones or at the very least reduces them. And then it starts to ease. You then continue on. Body has taken, mind sees, body's taken action. Therefore, the whole fright, flight, fight scenario has been enacted. The whole thing comes back down to a more normal and manageable level. Is this a magic bullet? Hell no. Is it going to cure you instantly? Hell no. Every single time you feel bad, going for a walk, going to fix it? No. But it's a fantastic assister. It really helps. Now, some people will find different things in help in different ways. Some people might find shadow boxing, jogging, walking, working out at the gym, meditation, having a chat with a mate. All of these different things work differently with different people. Even different scenarios and different emotions will affect that. The essential key point that ties them together is that you're actually taking an action. You are doing something. And your mind sees that you're taking an action, that you're doing something. And that's what allows it to start to ease those feelings and those stress hormones off. So you go from being at an extremely heightened state to a mildly heightened state. If you're really lucky, you'll go back to a relatively normal state. But any improvement's an improvement, right? Once I heard that, it really made it all fall into place for me. I really started to understand the idea and... So, well, for me, I've actually started doing meditation most nights. I'm, you know, I'm not perfect, but the majority of nights I'm now doing some meditation. It's actually helping me go to sleep. I seem to be sleeping better when I do it. And strangely enough, on the nights when it's like, oh, I just don't have time to do it, so we go to bed without it, I tend not to sleep as well. So that's given me a bit more encouragement to actually focus on trying to make it more of a every night versus a most nights. I'm now starting to do some exercise. I've focused on trying to lose some weight. So that's actually doing something. I'm trying to take control of my life. These things all together are starting to make me feel a little bit better about myself and my life. I'm starting to feel a little bit more in control. Does it work all the time? No. Am I feeling fabulous all the time? Hell no. There are days and times when I'm actually feeling so bad that I just want to crawl into a little hole in the ground but it's progress you know I was feeling like that almost every day now I'm feeling like it some days you know I I go from looking at the day ahead of me and wondering if I can make it through 
and now look at the day ahead of me and go, oh well, there's a lot of stuff I can't control, but I can control these little bits. And I focus on these little bits that I can control, and those help me get through it. So what I'm really hoping with this is that some of what I put across helps you to understand yourself a little bit better, understand how you can help yourself a little bit better. And for those of you who aren't actually going through it yourself, hopefully this helps you to understand what your friends or relatives are going through. That, you know, maybe you can look at them now and actually go, ah, get it. And potentially you can help support them a little bit better. You'll be able to explain something to them in a manner that gives them a penny drop moment so that they can take a little bit more action to improve their life. Ultimately, in the grand scheme, if you can make one person's life just a tiny bit better, hey, that's what we're here for, right? Until next time, thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you in the next one.